when stars are born, they possess a gift or two. One of them is this. They have the power to make a wish come true. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where every week we explore all the different avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week, we're going to be talking about tons of big news that has been coming out. Uh, it's been all over all the social media and the Parks blog and Twitter and Facebook and everything else, but there's tons of new stuff that's that has been announced over the past few days and week. So we just thought we'd chat about it and give our takes on it and our concerns and our memories of some of the things that are going away and our thoughts about some of the new stuff that's coming along. I think we'll start right in with probably the biggest impactful one that I can think of, which is the fact that Wishes is ending its 14-year run at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. It is being replaced by a new show, which is being called Happily Ever After. And they did put a little video up of some of the sequences and some of the the behind-the-scenes work on it, which I did watch, and I was very intrigued by it. The soundtrack sounded good. I always like learning about the music, very much into the music of all the Disney shows and things that of that nature. So seeing the orchestra perform and, and having the director and the orchestra conductor talk and seeing some of the flip scenes of the projections that are going to be on the castle was pretty cool for me, and I was I was very excited about it. As much as I love Wishes, I, I did this one didn't hit me like when the parade and like if somebody told me Illuminations was leaving. So... <laughs> so oh, what, do, what do you guys think did you did you watch the little video they put out have you seen anything about it I watched the video I don't I'm excited I'm one that's always interested in the evolution of the park so I'm excited to see something new and new technology because I remember in that video they talked about how some of the projections will be even more involved than previously that we've seen so I'm excited I can't wait to see it Definitely, me too. How about you, Mel? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not super emotionally attached to any of the nighttime shows. <laughs> so I'm always excited to see a new one. And I, I know I always get like pegged as being heartless, but I guess growing up in the parks, we always took the nighttime show times to mean shorter lines. <laughs> so we never actually got attached to whether it was the fireworks shows or even illuminations. I've seen them all. I've enjoyed them all, but I'm all for something new. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll agree. I mean, I know Jessica. This isn't your your park, but I I don't. Did you see any of the nighttime stuff when you were out here? I didn't get to see wishes because the day I went to the Magic Kingdom, it was pouring and they canceled them. But oh man, I I'm kind of with Mel, where I've never been a huge let me camp out for the fireworks type, but. I kind of feel like a lot of the shows are very similar, so I guess I don't really understand the mass hysteria about it closing because I don't think the new show is it going to be dramatically different. I mean, I didn't see the video, so I don't know how to compare. I can't imagine it's going to be dramatically different. It's it's going to be music themed to with fireworks to Disney movies. You know, they're adding some newer ones in. I know there's going to be some Moana and Brave, Big Hero Six, Zootopia. Princess and the Frog, okay. and then probably I'm sure they'll have some of the classics in there: Aladdin, Mermaid, Lion King. They they always seem to put snippets of those into all of these shows. So I, 
I think it's going to be more projection stuff. I'm assuming on the castle, and and I did hear somewhere or read somewhere that because the only legitimate question that I had, and some people I had seen on Twitter had asked it, and it seemed to be confirmed that Tinkerbell will still fly before the show. Asking the important question. Well, hey, listen, that's that's the part that gets me. <laughs> Seeing Tinkerbell. Yeah, fly. that part that's important. That's, that's pretty. Important. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm halfway in between, like what Melanie and Jessica say i i love the fireworks shows and i would watch them every night if i could but i'm kind of to the point my kids don't enjoy them that much my daughter does but my son doesn't my oldest the little guy he he liked it last time we saw it but who knows what's gonna happen this time when we're there i'd stand and watch them every night just because it's it's part of the deal and i enjoy ending my night that way but uh, my kids are kind of along melanie's thinking we're like hey everybody's standing here watching for this stuff and let's let's go ride some rides so I, you know, I kind of got to do what, what they want to do <laughs> at this point. Plus, there's no nighttime parade as of now, so all you have is the fireworks. So that's the news I'm really waiting on. Yeah, I don't know, man. I can't believe it's as hush hush as it's been about it. Uh, that there's like there's rumors, but there's nothing. I, Milford had mentioned last week that he thought it was from what he was hearing from people he knew that it was all but confirmed that Paint the Night was coming there. But like we had discussed on last week. Uh, like Crystal had mentioned, which I think Jessica would confirm too, the electrical parade out in Disneyland has like an ending date. It's supposed to end in June. So yeah, yeah, it's they've made it very clear it's a short term run just to celebrate the 45 years, and then it's going away. It's not staying. So we were trying to speculate what was going where. Like, where was the electrical parade going back overseas, and then paint the night staying at Disneyland was was everything getting something new so uh, it's very odd that there's nothing at all being said and good on them if they've really really threatened everybody with something fierce for leaking anything <laughs> which which you know, i kind I of actually, which though, i kind of hope is the case because while it's great to get new news cuz it's fodder for all of us i really right. would like to just them just say hey new parade opening july 1st this is what it is and that's it and then we all have to find out on july 1st or whatever it is well i know we're gonna talk about rivers of life but i think we've all been bitten on the backside yes by the announcements Ooh, it's coming well that was last May. Yeah. year yeah and then when i was there in october they had a bunch of cast members who were at different resorts who were there specifically for what they deemed dress rehearsals and that was October. <laughs> right. And now here we are finally in February. So I'm thinking hopefully they've learned their lesson about too much hype too soon until they're 1000% sure that the technology is in place and that the elements have been built and actually work. Yes. <laughs> so especially when it comes to a nighttime show, when you're dealing with the combination of lights electronics and possibly pyrotechnics and projections hopefully they've learned with rivers of light just to stay hush hush because we'd rather hear a firm opening date instead of going okay don't don't tease us here <laughs> exactly that's my thought on it too so i i you know something will have to replace it eventually i would think so but i guess if nobody's really super complaining which they're probably not this is a lull time if you would for the parks for the next few weeks i think spring break season starts i think this week president's day weekend yeah. coming up for the next four or five weeks so you know 
Look, as long as the new show, as long as the new Happily Ever After show begins on time on May 12th, then I think people will be happy for a while. Oh, absolutely. I think that'll keep guests absolutely. happy for probably months without the addition of a nighttime parade. Yeah, I think it, if if they roll something out by by summertime, I think it would be uh, it would be a good idea. You know, maybe. Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. Who knows? I don't know either. So that's so that's that news. And and I could yeah, it is a secret. And I, and I can honestly say, now I I'm on Twitter quite often. No. Yeah, I know too much. <laughs> and I and I honestly did not see the outrage that came when. You know, there was more outrage for the speculation of Guardians of the Galaxy taking over Ellen's Energy Adventure. And on the same front, you know, people Gosh. not liking Ellen's Energy Adventure. So for the wishes thing, like, I didn't see, like, the... I, I couldn't believe how many people said they didn't like that show. I, that shocked me more than anything else. But the, just the lack of general Diz Twitter <laughs> exploding I think people was are just... fascinating to me. Well, it's I think the reason... Years. That and it was overshadowed by the Rivers of Light announcement that too. and the Pandora announcement. And right. that Rivers of we Light. have too much well to be time. stressed about. <laughs> right? They were like, "Wait a second, we're getting something and we're losing something all at the same yeah. time." I think that that Rivers of Light thing. I think like that threw everybody for a spin because I know there's it there's a broke the internet. It did break the internet because there's a there's a like a, a separate chat group of people that I'm in on Twitter and like. It was going nuts. It was like notification. My phone was blowing up all day on it. It was like, oh my God, you know, dining packages and this and this and that. And let's everybody get to Tiffin's. Uh. And, and I was like, I'm getting my ass a damn. Let me, let me switch out my Kilimanjaro safaris for Rivers of Light because I'll wait in line in the safari at, at Rope Chop. But I wanted to see that I've damn seen show. I've the photos and a couple of people who have videotaped some things of it. And it looks phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But I think, like I said, because of the long drawn out is this even ever going to happen i think i lost my enthusiasm well i think that's what it is the hype machine was so ginormous on this thing i don't think it ever can live up to any expectations i there was a couple of periscopes and i started to watch one and then i'm thankful mm-hmm. that my little guy was misbehaving and i had to tend to him because and right? i was like you know what i'm, I'm gonna be there in april why am i gonna because i was I watching some of it after and i'm <laughs> i don't know he wasn't drinking either. Um. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's a parenting win there. Well, he tried to steal my cup tonight, but uh, you anyway, need that when you're Mr. Mom, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it. I think there's this relief that it's finally opened and it's okay to be excited again. And I think it's taking some people a little bit longer to get excited than others. And they're going to wish they had gotten excited earlier so that they could have gotten those fast passes or dining packages. Because I've heard from the seating that the fast passes are actually worth it for this one. Unlike other shows where using a fast pass is not recommended. I've heard the seating areas for the fast passes for for Rivers of Light is actually worth using one yeah it's worth burning well, i can so. see that because when we went to go see jungle book alive with magic even we had good seating and even then you were missing a lot so right. i can i can totally see how that would be how that would be true yeah because it's not so a use where just fast in the, passes where in the animal kingdom is the the rivers of light show i'm trying to picture it's it on the the discovery river but the end not by where Tree of Life is. It's towards like where Everest is. So the amphitheater oh. is set up back by like kind of between Nemo and Everest, I believe, in the Asia section. Okay. So and it's not huge. 
it's not a huge seating area. I don't know what the capacity is, but it's not like Fantasmic. Mm. You know, 10,000 people can fit in there. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'd heard too, like the Fast Pass. Because a few people I I knew went opening night, a few locals and... You know, and they, you know, they said, you know, they said it was good. It's, it's just, it's funny to see a nighttime show with no fireworks. I think that's what it is. Like everybody was waiting for, like maybe just that one, one little mm-hmm. shot at the end of the show, just to have something. But I, I just really think they can't with the animals. No, uh, no. it just spooked the hell out of them too much. And I, I think it's going to be visually stunning. I, I, the music was fantastic, and that's what I'd heard too. Like the soundtrack is beautiful. And I believe that's already out for sale either at the parks and I'm not sure digitally, but so I'm, you know, I, I, I'm going into it optimistic. I, I wasn't super on the hype train when it first came out because, you know, when you heard it, I'd heard mixed reviews on those earlier previews. Yes, I I did too. Preview openings. I, I did some less than stellar reviews of it. So hopefully they took the feedback and worked on it. Well, I think that's what happened. I think, yeah, when from those original ones a year ago or 10 months ago, they've had plenty of time to perfect it and work out all the kinks, like you said before, Mel. But I think people need to go into it thinking that it's not a full-on laser light like your typical right. Disney nighttime show. And I and they've never said it was going to be anything near that, but I think it's just you, you normally think what that o- o- over the years, even in the early years of early Epcot with those early laser shows, and even the early, you know fantasy in the sky at magic kingdom and and things that preceded that up to wishes now people are used to seeing fireworks and lasers and things like that i mean there's going to be projections it's like the water projection i believe kind of like they do in phantasmic just supposedly much much better and much crisper so uh, i'll wait and see you know in 54 days i'll be there so <laughs> if i'm i'll definitely have a full full report on it then i'm sure and by that time you know the soft opening was the other night the official opening i believe is the 17th of this month so we'll see how it goes i'm sure all the bloggers and media royalty will be there with all their two cents and it'll be all over the place after that and you can take that for whatever it's worth (laughs) or you can wait for one of us to do it and get the real scoop (laughs) (laughs) nothing but the truth here folks in sticking with Animal Kingdom, besides the Rivers of Light news, the Pandora section, Avatar Land, whatever you want to call it, until it actually has a name, will be opening on the 27th of May. So that's the official date. We'll see if that is adhered to. But that we can actually see physical progress with, and they have an actual website for the land and a Twitter handle and an Instagram feed. I believe they're all called Visit Pandora. And I actually checked out the website before we started recording tonight, and it's pretty cool. There's not a ton on it, but the story that they have behind it and the people that I couldn't tell if the they had, like, people who were in charge of the project. So I'm not sure if these are actual people that work on it or if it was part of the story of the scientists that are there in Pandora. And I, I've never seen the movie, so I, 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 I don't have any background to talk about it with. But the story and the visuals on the website were freaking stellar. I mean, it, it sucked me right in. I was like, wow, I, I really want to check this out. And um, I don't know if everybody has, has read up on it and, and has seen the stuff. I know they announced all this at the Destination D back in, in November, I think, in Disney World. 
But the thing that I'm going to start with, which is the thing I most want to see, is the tiki bar that they are putting there. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'll just park myself there while the family go rides their banshee and shops in the shop for their for their blue Navi gifts. And I'll just be sitting there waiting for them. And then after I'm done at the tiki bar, I'll go on the nice leisurely boat ride through the bioluminescent forest. And I'll probably be a happy pirate. <laughs> so... So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Have you, have you read all the things or seen all the things that they're rolling out? I'm fairly ignorant, actually. <laughs> I mean, like, I know the bioluminescent stuff. I know the floating mountains. I made it through about 20 minutes of that movie. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel like everyone was so obsessed with that movie, and I really wasn't a fan of it. No, I mean, I'm excited to see the technology that Disney has come up with, and yeah. but I haven't been, like, drowning myself in information. First watch Dances with Wolves from the 90s, <laughs> and then watch Pandora, because it's Dances with Wolves with blue people. <laughs> I thought it was Pocahontas with blue people was the vibe I got. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yes, I did see the Floating Mountains when I was there in December, and it looked like floating mountains. <laughs> yeah, that does look cool. Yeah, that looks that, that was cool. actually when you see it in real life. It, it's obviously it's not as ginormous, you know, as it can be on a cinema scope. But they visually they got it right. I was like, wow. So it, I, I I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm trying not to over immerse myself in the social media of it because I, I do want to be surprised by some things when I see it. Firsthand. Well, and I didn't really like Cars as a movie that much either, and that's probably my favorite place in California Adventure. So I definitely, even if you're not that big of a fan of the movie, I feel like it can still be an awesome place to hang out. Wait a minute, back, back, hold on a second. You didn't like Cars? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, no, you don't have to apologize. I just, I know this. Okay, now Cars, what, what? back to 90s movies, is Doc Hollywood with Cars. Mm. But better. Okay. So if you uh, like Michael J. Fox. But what didn't you like? I'm just, no, I'm just, it. I'm just curious. It was Honestly, long. I thought it was just boring and it was too long, which is, I don't usually think that. Disney movies are boring, but I just couldn't get into it. And maybe it's because I never cared about cars as a kid. Like, all of my friends that were really into cars are obsessed, but I couldn't get into it. But okay. that being said, Cars Land is my favorite place in California Adventure. I am there all the I'll, damn time. <laughs> I'll cut you some slack on this one because I had little, my boys were little when Cars came out. So mm -hmm. I was not a Cars kid myself, but. My boys were, and my daughter eventually had to because her brothers were. So <laughs> <laughs> they loved it, watched the heck out of that movie, and then Cars 2 came along, and they were like, what the heck? Yeah. They, they absolutely adored Cars, and they, Cars 2 was like, not. <laughs> no, I don't know anybody who likes that movie. <laughs> so how do they, they feel about Cars 3? <laughs> Well, I don't so know. So far, they're intrigued. So yeah. far, the trailers have them. It, it, they don't look like they're going off on that weird existential European tangent. No. So it, right now, they're sort of intrigued because they're all teenagers now. So when 
car, the first cars came out. I, the only reason I did this is because we were out of town for my husband and I for our 10th anniversary, and we just celebrated our 20th. So at least the, the time frames are sticking in my head fairly clearly. So you know, the 10 years have passed at this point between Cars One and Cars Three. So they're they're obviously they're different people now. They're not the little little cute kids they once were. They're crazy teenagers. <laughs> so. Uh, and to see that they're still excited about a Pixar movie is awesome. It means I raised them, right? I suppose. But how can they not growing up in a house with me as a parent? But mm-hmm. so, so I, I can see how you're not as into the movie cars. I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're so welcome. You were just waiting for that from me. That makes you feel better. That's, yeah, <laughs> it really does. You can sleep well now. What's sad is it really does, though. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> but as long as you like Cars Land, because when I was at Disneyland way back, it was 2011, Cars Land was still under construction. Oh, yeah, that's true. I haven't been over on the West Coast since it was on, under construction still, so. Yeah, I'm, they've got uh, really good vodka lemonade, and they I'll have mac and, December, mac and cheese so. in a bread cone. You don't need anything else. Everything's better in a cone. Hollywood yep. Studios had that for a little while. Oh, really? Very little. It was a limited run. Mm-hmm. And last mm-hmm. I heard, it was not there any longer. I think all those, yeah, I think that all that special. As with stuff, everything else in Hollywood Studios, that's right. it's no longer there. Hollywood Studios really isn't even there. When you go, it's just, exactly. a, it's just a projection of the park. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. We're just going to project that's gotten the projection technology down. It's just, just going to It's just a giant wall. Everything's a projection. That's really what they're doing. They're going to holodeck like Star Trek. I know I'm crossing canon here. <laughs> they're going to have holodecks like Star Trek and they're just going to project new attractions. Well, I'm ready for Cars Land. <laughs> Milford. Hey, Mr. Milford. I saw you jump on a while ago, but I just want to be like, "Hey, Milford's joining nah, us now." Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for Cars Land next month. And I'm ready for Avatar sometime in September, hopefully. Yeah, you know what it is. I, the take I have on it, and I heard this from a couple people on Twitter as well. And I kind of I, I subscribe to the same thing. I just couldn't figure out how to put it into thoughts, and so I'm using other people's thoughts because it's it got the got it out of my head and able to say it out loud. I'm going into it. Now, I've never seen the movie, and I probably never will sit and watch the movie. And I, I can honestly care less if I know the whole story and everything that's going on. If it's a cool place to go and hang out, and the kids enjoy hanging out there, and it's worth time to, to wander around and explore, and like I said, if that tiki bar is cool to hang out, and they have some fun-themed drinks, you know, if the store has interesting stuff that's just not the run-of-the-mill safari Mickey hat plushes if it's all just themed specifically to that land which i'm hoping it is you're always going to get the generic stuff here and there but if it's not just like you know uh, uh, the island merchantile store with some blue navi dolls in it which it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be it's supposed to according to descriptions i've read it's supposed to have cultural gifts you know pertaining to that race the navi race science toys and things of that nature. So it doesn't seem like it's just going to be your typical Disney gift shop that you grab your all your tchotchkes on the way out. You know, and there's another restaurant, I believe, called... I, I know I'm not pronouncing any of this right, but it's Satuli or something along that line, Canteen, which is I, I, going to be, I guess, a full-service restaurant or a quick serve of some sort. They haven't specified that I saw. 
And you have the two major rides, the Navi River Journey, which is kind of like a slow-moving, I think like an It's a Small World type boat ride through the forest. And I'm sure there's other things to look at. And then you have the Avatar Flight of Passage, which is the Banshee ride, which I believe is according to what I've read. And I guess if you've seen the movie, it's like a rite of passage for these creatures to for you to ride them. It's like, I don't know, be, like becoming an adult or something along those lines. So I'm very interested to see all of it. Like Melanie said, and, and Adrian, the, the technology that goes behind it is, can only be more fascinating than what the late lead, latest greatest thing was, which was the mind train. And, and the technology behind that thing is ridiculous because it's virtually silent when you're riding it. You cannot hear anything. There's no click clack in like when you're on space or thunder mountains, it's, you know, or quiet as far as a roller coaster goes. So I'm very interested in that. And like I said, if it's just a cool place to walk around and and enjoy the sights and the sounds and the music and everything else that goes in it, then then to me it's a win. You know what I mean? I, I don't have to know everything about what the base of it is. Maybe one day I'll sit down and I'll watch the movie. But as far as I know, as far as I can tell, I, it's not high on my list, especially before the land actually opens. Well, I like the movie. But I'm going to be very disappointed if this Banshee ride is just a redress of Soren. I've heard that. That's the one thing that's going to bother me. I've heard that a lot. Because yeah. you spent all this time and all you did was retheme an existing attraction, basically. I think the, the skeleton of it is supposed to be similar to that. Just, you know, more screens. But I don't think you're just facing forward. It, it may kind of like Spider-Man was in Universal. I guess it kind of turned and you went side to side. I don't think it's on a track. I, I don't know. There's a lot of speculation, but I have heard... Yeah, it's hard to tell from the pictures I've right. seen. But what you just said, I have heard multiple times of people saying the same thing. They hope it's just not soaring with these creatures and, you know, blue people. That it has a little more behind it than that. Well, my cast member friends are supposed to get a preview of it here next month. So hopefully I'll have some more information on it then. There you go. Cool. So, of course, I'm sure they probably signed all close, all kinds of non-disclosure agreements that they can't say. But oh, I'm definitely, they'll, definitely. They'll they'll tell me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell you. It's it's what you choose to do with the information that uh, you know. I think a lot of those bloggers that are up front and up first with all of that stuff are. That's how probably how they get their information, and they're just sworn to silence and secrecy to who their leaking person is because. That's the only way. Any oh, yeah. That's the, I would never mention their name. No, no, and I would never expect you to. And, but I think all those outside of Lou Mangiello just there so much that I think they just let him do whatever he wants <laughs> type thing. All those all those bloggers and all those news outlets that, that seem to always get the information like right exactly as it's happening have to have somebody on the end that's, that's feeding them this stuff in real time. That's how we all end up getting it firsthand, too, so... We all win, I guess, in the end. I guess the other big thing was they announced when Star Wars Land would be opening in 2019, which I still is still a vague because I don't think they announced the season or a month in 2019. And I have to be honest, I, I know the least about what is going into any of the stuff at Hollywood Studios, either Toy Story or Star Wars Land, other than the few things that they talked about when they announced it, you know, the Millennium Falcon ride and the Slinky Dog Coaster, and that's really all I know. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody else uh, had anything else. Do we have a date for Toy Story Land? 
I haven't heard anything. Haven't heard anything about that. So basically, it's an open-ended construction project. <laughs> because 2019 is very vague, considering we just stepped into 2017. Right. Wasn't it originally 2018? <sighs> of course. I thought it was 2020 originally. I thought they said it was going to be five years. Well, that would have been four years. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd heard maybe 18, but maybe they're being realistic again with this. So if they just say 2019, that gives them 12 months of 2019. <laughs> so it could open... True. December 31st, December, That's right. In the middle of Christmas season, they're going to open that mess up. Well, the rumor I heard, it's supposed to coincide with episode nine so they want to have it open before episode nine comes out okay so they're going to have elements of that movie which would be 2019 well supposedly i don't know yeah i don't know either i don't know either i can't keep track of all that they're rolling out movies every friggin' year in some form or fashion for star wars now so there is no problem with that no there isn't and then toy toy story land is supposed to quote unquote come about about the same time as the new toy story movie Okay. okay. And what? Because there's rumor that there's another Toy Story movie coming out. Number four. Well, Tom Hanks confirmed that on Ellen, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Did he? He said something yeah. about it. The Muppets Most Wanted All but confirmed it in their Together Again song. So, <laughs> you guys still got to watch The Muppets. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Trust me. Okay, okay, I missed that one. <laughs> no, I just find it funny we get our intel from Muppets. <laughs> it's there if you know what to look for. All the answers are there. Well, this, the name of episode 8 Star Wars movie was right there in front of our faces the whole time, and we just never put it to, two and two together. I know. I know. Very smart on there. And tricky trickies. Tricky trickies. Well, and the plot for Rogue One was there the whole time, too. Mm-hmm. It's been there forever. <laughs> we just nobody really thought about it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Did I mention they all die at the end of the movie? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, I believe. We now we're gonna have to put a spoiler oh, alert on the episode. <laughs> no, you don't, because everybody that watched Star Wars knows they all died. We did that. Or we did that already, anyway. If yeah, we're, we're, we're digressing. By this point, yeah, you're done. Yeah, it's to too bad for it. you. It's too yeah, bad for you. Exactly. Now, if anybody spoils Lego Batman for me, then I'm going to be upset. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I was supposed to go yesterday, but weather's got weather screwed up on me. So, and then none of the kids ended up wanting to go because they were playing with their cousins. But so, we're hoping for next weekend. We, we were just watching the last black. Dark Knight Rises trilogy over the weekend, so hmm. we were sick. We didn't get out much. It's been good weather for sitting in and watching movies. Yeah, you guys are getting all the snow that we didn't get. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, not in the south. We had seventy-five degree weather yesterday. Yeah, thank you, Adrian. Yeah. Thank, was, thank you, Adrian. It was seventy-nine. <laughs> it was 79 it was, in North Carolina. <laughs> it was sixty-five in Indiana all weekend. So good, good for you, people. It was thirty-five and ridiculously windy today. Nobody retires to the north. No. No, they don't. Some wackos do. <laughs> but further north. <laughs> further north. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Vermont. Vermont and New Hampshire. Hampshire. I just I got say. done listening to a bunch of guys here in Michigan complain because they haven't been able to get their snowmobiles out this year. Wah. 
Aww. That's how little snow they've gotten here. <laughs> I'm just aggravated I have to start my tan all over every year. <laughs> That's so bad for you. What's that? Tanning. Well, I'm preserved on the inside, so I might as well preserve myself on the outside now. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, RJ. All right. We've gone far off the beaten path now. Yeah, what are we even talking about? <laughs> well, news. we were talking about new, new, news. new stuff. So on on that front, I, I think we've covered everything in, in Walt Disney World. I know, Jessica, there was some stuff going out in Disneyland since we're sticking with, with recent events and things. You had mentioned about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I guess I, I wanted you to touch on, only because Disney World doesn't do it, and I think it's a shame they don't, is the AP days that are going on. AP meaning annual pass days at over at Disneyland that they do for about it was like five or six weeks they they run that event. Yes, so they do different things every time, but what they're doing this time and you know it's similar stuff. They have special character meet and greets where there's a private area. And the other day, Adrian and I were very upset that we were not there because Robin Hood and Friar Talk were meeting people, and they are never out in the parks. I'm still very upset. I know. And sometimes the, the last AP days I went to was pretty lame because they had a, a photo station that was basically a giant button that says AP and you take a picture in front of a, a wall. So they're not always really exciting, but this time it seems pretty good because they have a Main Street electrical parade booklet that has trivia and kind of special stuff about it. And then there's always AP merchandise that you can buy and stuff like that. But the big draw this time would be the Main Street Electrical Parade booklet and then the character meet and greets. And they don't, as far as I know, announce what characters you can meet ahead of time. They'll just tweet that day, oh, go over to such and such a land and this person is here for APs. And it's it's definitely a way to draw all the bloggers to come and, <laughs> and write about the park. But it's kind of fun. You spend a lot of money, obviously, to be a pass holder and... I don't know what the ratio is of pass holders to general park tickets, but there are a lot of pass holders in Disneyland, so it's kind of a nice way to hang out with, with fellow pass holders and kind of feel like, you know, you have the special ticket so you can pretend to be a VIP for five minutes or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't know they didn't do those in Disney World, though. That surprises me. They don't do much for annual pass holders. I mean, now they've we touched on it on here, and, and I know it's been all over the started with separate entrance lines at some of the turnstiles for that and i'm not sure how that's working out i guess it's been working out okay i think they're still testing it but it, i haven't read or seen many complaints about it or or pros or cons yeah but they don't i mean other than just some dining discounts sometimes and they they reinstated the 20 percent off of merchandise and dining as well if you're an annual pass holder but that's on a limited time basis because of the 45th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So, oh, it is? Yeah, as far as I know, that's a limited time. I think it ends at some point wow. at 20%. And that used to be the standard. It was, if you were, if you had the lower, back when when the annual pass was two levels, it was a gold and a silver or whatever the hell it was back before they made it this multi-tiered thing that it is now. And if you had the lower one that didn't include the water parks, if it was just the park hopper for four parks it was 10 percent. if you had the plus virgin which gave you the water parks and i believe disney quest when that was popular 
It was a 20% discount on all merchandise at most every location, the big stores and even some of the smaller ones. You just had to ask sometimes because not all the cashiers would just say, hey, do you have it? You would you would have to offer it up to them. But as far as like character experiences and separate days in the park and, and so on and so forth, they, they, it really don't do much. Once in a while they did special merchandise for special events. Like I know I'd said when we had went, I'd gotten a special shirt for the end of the Osborne Lights ending, and there was two versions. There was one that said pass holder, and then there was a regular version. Huh. But yeah, they also used to do... The Disneyland they passes also used... have those discounts all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, no, exactly. They also used to do pass holder previews for new attractions. Yes. I know we went on a pass holder preview for Osborne Lights one year. Right. That was just a night for pass holders. They had a special pin. They had a special shirt. That's right. Yep. They had free hot cocoa and all kinds of other stuff for pass holders that came to that. They did used to do that. That's right. They they did that for New Fantasyland because that's the year my brother and I went. That was, what, 2012, 2010, I think. I think that was the last time they did a pass holder event. Yeah, because my brother and I went down for a long weekend, and that's, that's the exact reason why we went for that. And it was you kind of previewed the land and mine train was the only thing that wasn't finished at that point but you know we got ariel and chanted tales with bell and and uh, all storybook circus was done first but but it was pretty cool just to say i, I don't remember them having any special merchandise or pins or anything for that and they definitely didn't because i would have got it because i'm a i'm a sucker for all that stuff <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if they do it for pandora pandora or even for when the bigger lands open at the studios yeah yeah. I mean, it is you're paying a lot more for it and for people who use it often and, and get their money's worth, you really they should offer something else besides just I mean the the dining and the merchandise discounts are nice, but it'd be nice to have some other perks, you know, albeit a pin or a t-shirt or you know, early event like soft opening access and and things like that. Yeah, even the basic stuff like a character meet and greet. It's kind of nice because it's a souvenir, right? If you get a picture. So, yeah. It's kind of cool, I think. Especially with different characters because, like, Robin Hood and Friar Tuck, I have pictures of them when I was six and eight years old. And I don't think they've been in Disney World since then, other than maybe. Yeah, maybe, they're never out. Maybe yeah. in a random parade, but they don't even for anything. The only weird random character I'd seen in the Magic Kingdom as of recently was was Pinocchio and I and uh, it was either Falfellow or Gideon I'm not sure which one and my daughter happened to spot Pinocchio she was like oh look there's Pinocchio I'm like holy crap where'd he come from I haven't seen him out in 25 years so yeah it's strange you know well Hollywood Studios hasn't done it in a while but when the hat was there they used to bring a bunch of characters out and they'd line up around the hat yes and sometimes you could catch oh, like- Robin Hood Friar Tuck the cats from uh, Aristo- yeah. the Aristocats, yeah, Aristocats, the kittens, yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. That so was uh, they would bring some obscure ones out to that, but they don't do that anymore either. It's called what character Palooza or something like that, something like that. Yeah, that dude, um, what's his face, uh, Kenny, the, Kenny pirate. the pirate. Yeah, he always knew when or how that was happening, and yeah, he was the guy to find all that stuff. And I have followed his instructions to the letter, and I have still never found it. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give up. I give up. <laughs> it is an urban legend at this point. Clearly. <laughs> well, all right. I think we're going to wrap this up with that. A little outside of what we usually do, but like I said in the in the beginning, it was just so much 
of things that everybody's been waiting to hear on for so long that I, I felt it would be it would be good to get it out there to our listeners and and have all our takes on it. So I hope you enjoyed that. Take our information for what it will. I mean, pretty much everything we had all talked about is is common knowledge at this point. You can find it on any of the Disney websites. Most of the information I jotted down for my notes tonight I got right from the Parks blog. So it's not that it's uh, it's not speculation stuff. It's it's pretty much what they've said over the past week. With that, I will thank you for listening. Please head on over to thedizexplorers.com on the World Wide Web, and you can find all the links to our social media outlets on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can also find links for all our individual troopers. Check us out if you would like. Give us all a follow. We love the interaction on the different social media outlets. We're, we're all on all of them for the most part, and uh, we're all on there listening and, and responding, so definitely check us out. Uh, there's one just final thing I'd like to mention. We've promoted other podcasts on this, people we're friends with on social media, mostly Twitter. I know some of the troopers have been guests on other podcasts, and we've definitely have been thankful for that and have cross-promoted things on that so i i as of recent was uh, entered a twitter contest through a podcast called the mouse knows best which i do listen to and it is a good podcast i do enjoy listening to it uh so that i in turn won this contest and i received a book that they'd sent me by that was written by the imagineer by the name of sully it was what he went by he was a jungle cruise skipper and basically worked his way up and Ended up becoming an Imagineer. So I have not read the full book yet, but I am eager to read about it because I do love the history of the parks as well as the current stuff. So I just wanted to mention that. Go check those guys out. Another great Disney podcast. Different approach on it than just your, your normal thing. So check them out and check us out. And I thank you for listening. And we will talk to everybody next week. friends to yours, good night, and may all your wishes come true.